This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. You're listening to No, No, No on Plains FM. It's time to get philosophical with your host, Noah. Hi everyone, this is No No No, I'm here with Zef, Yo. Paul, Hello there. and Maddie BD, aka Guy With A Suitcase. God damn it, did I? Special yeah. guest. We're, we're all filmmakers, and... <laughs> you guys are like, yeah. I'm actually the animator here. Yeah, he's, he's an animator. You got like, you guys are only beginning <laughs> aspiring. No, we just... You're aspiring. We're professionals. It's aspiring something. creative people, you know? Have you, any of you guys earned a dime from filmmaking I'm just 70, I'm 70% of the way to being Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Same. That is like totally. the most cocky I prefer sentence. I prefer Tarantino. Oh, he's, no. he's weird anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. let's get on with the anyway topic. Uh, our main topic for the day is ethics of stealing in relation to the wider world and also the filmmaking oh yeah so my question is is it okay to steal yes why <laughs> <laughs> I just openly said it like okay uh, let's just say oh yeah you've got this guy going into the shopping centre he's like saying he's eyeing up a piece of bread this other guy has the pizza bread. He bought that pizza bread for like forty dollars. So let's say that. Forty. It's a, a expensive <laughs> pizza bread. It's golden pizza bread, man. It's, it's like gold. got gold flakes in it. All right. Yeah, no, fair enough. So this guy nabs the piece of bread, and then the guy who bought it says, "You're stealing," and he says, "No, I'm not. I'm just taking something that I can easily take." What? Yeah, like. So it's not stealing if they're lesser than you and you can do it easily. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, like taking can- it's just taking candy from a baby. Exactly. That's how it normally works. Yeah, they, so you're saying we can steal anything we want from babies? Uh, yeah, as long as it's pretty baby. controversial. <laughs> no, no, I call them cops. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Let's. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to retract my statement. Yeah, I feel like. To say it depends. You can steal yeah. anything, depends. Like, from the utilitarian perspective, like, which is all about maximizing happiness, you know, yeah. you, you want to. Like it's it's not necessarily bad to steal, you know, to steal like a bank, a thousand dollars from someone <laughs> with a billion dollars to save a hundred lives. You know, I did it in parts of the Caribbean. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so do we do we think that um, like because as creators we want to be able to use as much like um materials as we can. You know, like it should be accessible for us to like use any kind of music or anything. You know, but because of copyright we can't do that. And it's kind of like lame. Well, it kind of sucks. I'm gonna say it right here from experience. You can kind of like escape that. You just <laughs> have to kind of like, um, because the YouTube um, algorithm will pick up. Oh yeah, you use this person's music. Copyright. All you need to do really is just throw their music in, tweak it a little bit so that the algorithm wouldn't recognize it. Like speed it up a little bit or change the pitch, and you're scot free. Really? Yeah, it's worked for me multiple times. Mm, but I don't think I don't think you could do that in like a like a film. Well, Providing no, no, no. In a film, like if you're not directly making any, you're not looking to make profit. Like you're just a very small channel or something like that, or you're just doing it for artistic value. Yeah, it's fine. But like if you're looking to make money off it, then copyright will definitely mm. be useful because then the people can be paid associated or being. Or for their stuff being used in the film. Yeah, but like, um, 
like Beethoven's works, like even anyone can use them because they're so old. Like, yeah. what's the difference? Why Why does it matter if it's a hundred years old or if it's from the present it's day? It's specifically actually Walt Disney's fault. So mm-hmm. the way yeah. copyright laws used to work back in the day was that you had to get the the creator's permission to use it, and then they would often take a cut if you used their work until they died, in which case it became free use and anyone could use it. There, what happened was that the Disney company, when Walt Disney was getting very sick and was clearly going to die, were like, you know, oh, damn, we're going to lose a lot of money if all our stuff becomes free. So they, like, petitioned the government and did this massive campaign to get copyright laws changed so that a company can renew a copyright repeatedly. Oh, my God. They probably paid their way into it, too. Yeah, yeah, literally, it's just Disney being evil. Bloody capitalism. (laughs) I'm sick (laughs) of it. But, yeah, so now copyrights can just be constantly extended with more money. Well, that's messed up. Not gonna yeah. But that's why Beethoven, anyone who died before Walt Disney did, all their stuff is on. <laughs> so it's literally people who died after Walt Disney. It's completely different copyright laws. Oh okay, God. I'm just going to say it right now. Like, big business sometimes are like the dumbest bunch of people you've ever met. Well, they're not dumb. They're making, I mean, it made them so yeah, much money. Yeah, well, like. But it's just. Um, let's just talk about, like, oh, yeah, all those fr- franchises that Disney has, like Star Wars especially. Like, they had the opportunity to make more money if they actually did it right. But with the um, the sequel trilogy and, like, all this random um, stuff that's coming out of Lucasfilm because of Disney, it's like you've kind of ruined something that you bought for so much money that could have had a potential, like, real profit in the future. I, just, I wish it weren't all about money because well, it ruins everything. Well, unfortunately, you would have to change the entire economic process that's mm, been going on should. for like 2,000 mm. years mm-hmm. and you're going to have to cause it to grind to a halt and then have to go backwards and try and do something else. See, here's my opinion. I think instead of completely changing capitalism, yeah. you just move to a more social capitalist framework. Because if you get rid of capitalism, you're going to get rid of the entire world, basically. China? Yeah. It, it, communism is not the answer. Uh, well, I'm gonna say it right there. Like China used to be extremely communist, and then they kind of worked on, okay, being communist isn't really working out for us. So they started including capitalist ideals in China to make money. They've made a boatload of money because, of course, huge population, huge manufacturing, lots of materials. Let's be honest. China's got rich off of breaking multiple human rights. <laughs> well, look, they gen- they've done it throughout the century, so I think it's been a tried and tested method. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't make it right. <laughs> no, it doesn't make it right, but it doesn't. I don't think anyone's really complaining until like, <laughs> oh no, yeah, I'm sure Hong Kong isn't complaining. Well, like, Being when, like the, the you just have like the UN like just say, oh no, don't do that, guys. That's like not not fair. Stop. You calling the UN like are you, are you, What you gonna do to <laughs> Like really don't do much in the grand scheme of things. Like they'll do a condemning thing but harsh apart- economic sanctions. Yeah, sanctions aren't gonna work with um countries that have been preparing for war because of course even if their population is like struggling, they will just kinda like keep on going and they would have the war funds already. Like think about Russia, like their economy has literally been hit by a sledgehammer. And Russia will still keep on going because Putin is that insane that he will want to at least have Ukraine and also the USSR back into its former glory. 
And like, even if you cut off oil dependency from Russia, Putin will just probably be insane enough to like launch nuclear missiles at this point. It's so messed up that the people on top can just, because of their stupid decisions, they can change everything. Yeah. And the well, same for well, companies well, too. Well, if it isn't the consequences <laughs> of some other rich guy's actions. Yeah, it's, an, it's annoying. Well, come on, Paul, tell us, tell us. Um, I'm just listening. Well, Spain was like a fascist state. <laughs> yes, tell us your opinion on 1920s Spain. I'm sure you were there. Oh yeah, come on. Um, well, I exp- didn't you? Learn it was a rough experience. Yeah, I must yeah. Say. I mean, didn't, you, didn't you like? Wouldn't have you learnt a little bit about like Franco and all that kind of fascist stuff that happened in Spain? Yeah, but like not. I left. I left Spain when I was quite young. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, true, true. Um. You're there like six years old and they're like, right, yeah. sit down. <laughs> but yeah, we did learn about Franco and stuff. Crazy guy. What, what do they say about him? Was he like, oh yeah, he's like a great hero or like... <laughs> I think do they say that very, about Hitler? What the fuck? Yeah, no. I think you have a very warped image of modern Spain. Eh? Like, um, in Russia especially, they taught that Stalin was a great leader now. Oh. Like, for... In some... Like... Putin I mean, not a great guy, but debatably a great leader. Definitely, not even a, a, great definitely leader. a bad person. Not even like, a great leader, because he just kind of uh, had to... Uh, he did, he did kind of, you know, get the old USSR to number one. Wasn't even number one, mate. Oh, no. They just had a big army that they would just throw at anything. Exactly. Have you seen what's <laughs> number one? Like, okay, let me explain this. Russia has the problem of it hasn't learned from its mistakes in World War Two, like their technology and the stuff they're deploying is like, oh my god, it's from the eighties. There was like a, I think it was like the Alligator or something. The helicopter that Russia had was like the most feared helicopter because they said, oh no, it can like destroy like so much and it's like impervious to missiles. And they're getting taken out on the daily. Well, that was those. They were impervious to missiles. It was until the U.S. specifically developed a handheld surface-to-air missile that was specifically made to hit that helicopter, and that's actually what made the Russians pull out of Afghanistan. Was that the U.S. just gave it to everyone who fought the Russians? Well, look, they're doing that. They they didn't learn to actually like prevent that on their helicopters. Well, did I they? mean, how are you going to prevent a lock-on surface-to-air missile? Maybe like counter new countermeasures, like oh no, there's a missile lock. Hey, let's think about doing. Like backflip, fla- fla- <laughs> I'll try oh, yeah, spinning. That's a good trick. <laughs> just, just start doing a phone backflip to like avoid the missile. All right, but like seriously, the Russians have walked into like Afghanistan 2.0 now. They're getting deadlocked, and eventually the Russians will start f- falling back because Ukraine at the moment's in the bit of a point of okay, our air force is a little bit like non-existent at this point. The ghost of Kiev. Uh, but like. Poland has, like, authorised, okay, we're going to give you all these old, like, MiG-29 jets, so your Air Force basically comes back from the dead, and, like, give it a few weeks, and I would say Ukraine will be taking land back. Anyway, yeah, let's get back onto yeah. topic. <laughs> How do we go from stealing heard to... because for the MiG-15? Oh, what's the... It's the it same had kind a very thing. interesting clarification. Wait, come on, tell us, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> a 
we're not going to oh. say that on air, are we? No. Uh, if anyone's will. interested, yeah, yeah just look it NATO up. NATO uh, later the no, the NATO classification for the MiG-15. Very interesting. Yeah, like really appropriate for this time. Yeah, we're going to get cancelled, aren't we? Yeah, man. <laughs> what my question is like, no matter what it is, whether you're in the film industry or you're in war. There's always gonna be oh, some. Yeah, we got slightly. Yeah, we kind of went off. There's gonna be some dickhead on the top who was just controlling everything and just is so greedy that they'll just ruin the whole world because they want something, a country. Well, that kind of just comes down to human, like sin. No, not really human sin. It comes down to human behavior and like our need to survive and also our evolutionary process and also the lessons that we learn through evolution. Hmm. That's so. a good seg- segue into um, kleptomania. <laughs> what the hell? Cause, cause You've been waiting. <laughs> You've just been waiting to throw that in, haven't you? Because these people, they think it's cause, like, because of survival that they need to, you know, steal things. Because they're like, oh, you know, it's like hoarders, you know, it's like, I need as much as I can, you know, to survive when it really you have everything you need. Well, okay, here's my option to deal with those kind of guys. <laughs> What you do is, like, you give them something, like, really appealing, but you hide a bomb in it. <laughs> and, like, so your solution so is bomb. killing them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It works. You have a mental illness. You should die. <laughs> oh, God, no. What now I, Now I sound like every other Yeah. Like, yeah, that's... You sound like Stalin. <laughs> yeah, probably not a good idea. Yeah, Paul, come on. You're supposed to be the controversial one. No, man. You talk and then I'll... I'm... Yeah, he he agrees with my points. Paul is like, um, I wouldn't say I agree with your <laughs> points. Yeah, he he loves Stalin. He has a poster in his like room. Oh no! Like, didn't you say that he his like beautiful beautiful nose inspired you? One <laughs> <laughs> do I have do I have another one? I don't know. Yeah, like let's, let's I feel like this kind of thing like happens to everyone. You know, like with with wars and kleptomania, like everyone feels like they're unsafe sometimes. Like whether they're stressed or like. They have anxiety. Like a lot of the time, we imagine things are worse than they really are. But what what I think we need is is artistic communism. Uh, Okay, I've never (laughs) heard of artistic communism. This is when everything, like samples, you know, um, music, everything is all free use. Because I want to be able to make a a short film and not have to pay a couple grand just to use my favorite song. Okay, man. I remember you were telling me this like. I'm going to reference the conversation you had to me. Like, you were saying, oh, yeah, how do you, like, download this film? I'm getting it off Pirate Bay. (laughs) So, um, let me just look up the uh, text here. Yeah, is that all right? Yeah, it's fine. I don't even remember what I said. Oh, no, this ain't going to end well for you. (laughs) All right. You're going to get roasted. Okay. Also, I was wondering, I'm trying to put a movie into Premiere Pro so I can edit it to a song I've made. I downloaded one off Pirate Bay and dropped it in, but it didn't work. Do you know how I might do that? Yeah, maybe because you grabbed it from Pirate Bay and Premiere Pro has some form of, like, I don't know. I don't think they would be able to, like, exactly work out, oh, yeah, this came from this website. Yeah, we're not accepting it. But, like, why download an entire movie just to edit music to? Why? Because the movie's sick. And the song fits the movie. <laughs> is, that how, is that how you're going to justify it in front of the court? <laughs> Sir, I literally saw the movie. Your Honor, no cap. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was sick. He's like 80 years old and then he just kind of says, what the hell are you going on about? <laughs> Your Honor. I'm just trying to make some cool stuff, you know? Yeah, but like, especially with my bl- like Blender stuff, that's a lot easier because anything you make, like the website 
um, well, the people who develop the people who develop Blender have actually said that yeah, whatever you make on there is yours to use. But also, you could say, hey, man, do you want to use this? And it's kind of like the artistic communism that you're going on about because everyone shares yeah, everything. Yeah, it should be like that with everything. But also, they've got a sprinkle of capitalism in it because then you can make something really cool but also sell it to people. Mm, and that makes sense. Yeah, Wait, because... But then, oh, no. Then with, it gets locked. No, no, no. With some of the effort that is put behind, like, stuff made in Blender and, like, add-ons and all that kind of stuff, it kind of makes sense to actually put some money behind it and, yeah, for people to get a benefit of having some money rather than stealing those things. Yeah, I guess you it's, it's fair to want to earn money from what you make. Yeah. But you should you should be able to... It should be affordable, you know? Like, you shouldn't have to pay to buy a song. I don't I know. I think the issue is, is that you need to monetize it because if you want to make a career in filming and film how are you going to make money if everything is freely accessible? Mm. Well, if people like it, like say, you got, you chuck it onto a cine- like a local cinema and you say, hey man, can you run this film for like two, three weeks? You put some advertising out there and then you can generate it from people seeing the movie, but then again, if someone tries to pirate it and then put it onto like... Uh, well, that's one, two, what I mean movies, is, how are you going to have a film... How are you going to have film rights be freely available without making your film incredibly easily piratable? Mm. So I don't think it's a bad thing to be piratable. And yeah, like, then how are you going to make your money back off making the film? Uh, it's kind of like the whole like downloading music dilemma. Like now we buy one thing and we download all the music in that and people would just like dub music. But like, I don't know, I guess the artist doesn't get as much money. But yeah, it's like it's like a, a like a boxing fight or MMA fight. The pay per view you have to pay for it. Mm. You can't just like you can't just like copy it and then just put it like put it on YouTube. What's the uh, the banks you quote? You can get away with anything if you're wearing high vis. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So we're, like what we're gonna do is like we're gonna rock up in high vis. We're gonna go to a bank. We're gonna say, hey, we're from the union. We're gonna hear work on your like uh, bank. We're from vault. the vault door union. <laughs> you vault. haven't heard of us. You haven't heard of us. Oh, oh my, Gary's not gonna like that. Gary's not gonna like that at all. Yeah, the city council's not like really appreciating your vaults. They're not too good against like thieves. I think we'll need to upgrade them. So it'll take a few days to like move the money out and then also upgrade it. But it all should be fine. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of thieves. <laughs> oh, lovely. We're going back to this then. Yeah, I think. Robin Hood. Yeah, Robin Hood. Was yeah. he a good guy or not? I reckon it's, it's fair to steal from people who have too much. Like, just billionaires and stuff, you know? So, would you steal from the Queen? I would steal from the Queen and I'll give everyone a, uh, $100. So, literally. Would you steal from the Queen's personal belongings? Like, <laughs> yeah. would you steal from her bedside drawer? <laughs> yeah. Would know. you literally go up to, like, say she has, like, a. Uh, like the ashes of her life. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much money are you expecting to get for the Lake Duke of Edinburgh's ashes? I don't know. It could be like a bit. Like, say, if you were the owner of like, oh yeah, I've got the ashes of like the hand of the Duke. <laughs> the ashes of the Duke of Edinburgh. <laughs> and, like, you can make some money out of it. Like, check this out. Some of them didn't burn. <laughs> Got some fingernails here. Oh my god! Well, like just imagine the queen's holding her dear husband's ashes, 
closely to her chest and you say, all right, Miss, Miss Queenie over here, I'm taking your husband's ashes and giving them to the people. That's a nice urn. <laughs> God damn. But yeah, I think I think the main thing is like I just, I think there should be more power for the individual because you know so many people are just living their lives and they're stuck because there's these massive people stepping on them and they can't get under their, out from under their shoes. Well, you know, th- you know the saying: the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Remember, they don't fall. That's the thing. Not well, well no, 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 no. Like you know the concept, like big, like the business is too big to fail kind of motto, oh. like how. Big institutions, if they fail, the entire country goes with them, kind of thing. Mm. Honestly, it would be interesting to see if that happened. Like, okay, let's say that Saudi Aramco, like the main person who produces oil for the entire world and also produces a lot of the materials and also a lot of the fuels necessary for the entire world economy to run. Like, they run out of oil. And then Mm. they kind of say, well, crap, we're done for. And that crashes. What would the world be like with that? Yeah, well, you can't really you can't get rid of one thing without some type of substitution, you know. Like um, that that Chinese dictator, um, he he got rid of all the coal, and no one. Well, Xi Jinping. Everyone went cold. Yeah. Whoop! Uh, no, you're not not Xi Jinping. Are you talking about Mao Zedong? Mao, no, he was he's ages ago, but he he killed all the birds, and then there was a locust infestation. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that was Mao Zedong. No, who was it? No, I think it was um, the, the it was a newer Xi guy. Jinping. Yeah, definitely Zhao something. I don't know. Xi Jinping. But yeah, um, but yeah, I think oh, it's like... it's just messed up, man. I'm sick of I'm sick of all this poverty and sadness in the world while some people eat Fabergé eggs on diamond plates. So just going to ask, like, is that, like, blue and gold um, balloons there? Is that supposed to be for Ukraine? Totally. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, actually, it's pretty well placed, I'm going to say it right there. I mean, surely the blue should be on top of the yellow. Cause yeah, like, can we, like, organise the balloons <laughs> to be, like, the proper Ukrainian that. flag? Mm, we need to have a Ukraine march. We've already right had now. that in Christchurch, mate. Yeah, was but it? it wasn't yeah. as big as the protest. Like, okay, so when I was going to go pick up presents for mum for her birthday, like, I ran into all the anti-mandate <laughs> people, like, chanting, You will, if you were wearing a mask, one guy would say, how dare you, you disappointment, and, like, <laughs> you're ruining this country, you know, the standard gist of the personal where crack. Where was this? Where were they? Uh, this was like um, right next to like the Christchurch Arch Bridge or whatever. The Remembrance Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, I saw <coughs> those guys and they had all the stuff like um, really playing off all like the World War One stuff like oh they died for your freedom and now here you are and it's like bro <laughs> shut up. They're li- they're, they're <laughs> they lit- literally wore gas masks well, they didn't because they haven't been invented yet but they would have they would have wanted gas masks. Well they were invented in World War One, and then like it took a while to invent them and also to make sure that they would work properly and were resilient because like 1914, 1915 if the mask wasn't attached properly then you're dead anyway and like if you have a puncture hole from like a bullet you're dead so like they kind of had to work through like re-engineering and re-innovating them to make them a lot more durable and a lot more well lasting longer in combat anyway my point is they probably would have been four masks yeah, like, well, I was going to say, right, okay, this is another story. This is, like, before, <laughs> like, the big, big groups showed up. 
and there was like an odd bunch of like a hundred of them standing like they were about to do a um, c- certain salute of a person. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep, like they had their fist clenched, they were putting it like that. I don't Hail Hydra. Yeah, Hail Hydra, why not? <laughs> yeah. And um, so I was on my bike. I rode through the middle of like where all the stores were. You just literally, they're all standing there still, and I just ride right through the middle of them, like avoiding all of them, of course. But like, it, they're supposed, they were saying like, oh yeah, we are here to block your path. Just ride right through them. Yeah. Like you can stop the oppression, you can stop the stealing of your freedom by just riding through the anti-mandate processes. Hell yeah. So to go back to your thing, do you think that I was just interested. Do you think that, like, if there would be no copyrights, do you think it would just be, like, a film's made and released, should it just instantly have no copyright? Or should it have, like, 5, 10, 15 years? Nah. Because then, then people aren't going to have the opportunity within those 15 years. Like, they could create something amazing from... But you have to have content. a way for the films to make money, otherwise... Yeah, no well, one's they, ever they're films. in cinemas and they're on but platforms... If if they're instantly available, then they're not going to be in cinemas because no one will yeah, see them people, in cinemas. People just uh, watch them for free online. Like yeah, so that's what like it means, right? Or if, something. Yeah. If it doesn't, if it doesn't have copyright, anyone can mm. own it. Basically, a lot of films will take more than a year to get shown in lots of countries, though, because mm. it takes a lot of time. So I'd say you'd have to have at least five years. Yeah, probably give it like five or ten at least. Yeah, I mean, well, five, five, five or ten's okay. Five if you were like fully into the art it's side, just, but like ten if you were actually wanting them to. It's make of money. course maybe you could pay. I don't know. But then it's the same problem. But like you could pay like, like after five years you can pay to get early, and for most people it's ten years, and like it'll be cheaper. Of course, yeah. it's not going to be for eternity. Like eventually, you're going to have to get rid of copyright for that film or something. I mean, yeah, I think the issue is is that now you're getting like you know these nineteen like fifties films. It's like when they're a hundred years old, it's just going to keep refreshing their copyright, mm-hmm. you know, and then just no one's ever going to be able to use them, and because. Especially, they're going to be forgotten about and actually ultimately left behind if the copyright's infinitely refreshed because mm. the company won't have a use for it anymore. Mm. So, yeah, they'll just eventually be forgotten. So you actually yeah. risk losing a lot by having too strict copyright laws. And like, if you could get something for like for cheap, I guess, and then you create something from someone else's content, like I think it'd be cool if like you if they got a portion of your what you make, like that's only fair. But I'm not sure how. You Isn't that part of the current? rules I guess so but if that's already the thing then why isn't it just free well you pay to use it and then they pay part of the cut it's depending on the contract you make for them because I think if you if you don't even want to make money from it it's like sometimes I want to make edits without even getting paid for it like you should be able to do that without um, without getting without having to pay yeah it's very different though because a lot of people just depend on this for their livelihood and it's very different when it's adults you know but yeah, in conclusion, go out there, start stealing. <laughs> it's, it's okay. okay so I was supposed to be the controversial one, and you're ending it on this note. It's, All right. I'm a utilitarian, okay? I believe in the greater good for everyone. Oh and my god, you're like those guys from like, um, <laughs> bloody if hot no fuzz. one notices, and they never notice even once it's stolen, like, and they never notice, and they'll never find you're out. You're like the group from wrong. Hot Fuzz. You're like the guys who would just keep on saying, the greater good. good yeah, like, good. don't, don't steal it. from from people, but you can steal from capitalists because they're lizards. Okay. But wait, <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. How are we supposed to identify a person from a lizard? Fr- yeah. From a capitalist. Because they have billions of dollars. Okay. And what if they don't blink? 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay, um, have you blinked this entire time? Nope. <laughs> damn, it's gonna be another. He blinked. Yeah, oh, he blinked. Damn, yeah, damn. Yeah, right. We have to finish the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, in conclusion, go out there, steal. Also, free Ukraine, because we're running out of time. Um, <laughs> we're running out of time to live. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys, we can do it. We yeah, can, like, we can do it. Get rid of copyright. We can get all this money. <laughs> we can do everything. Okay. Um. So, thank you all for coming on. It's been great. What? <laughs> Mate, you're not even speaking you're into welcome. the mic. You're welcome. Yeah, there you nice. go. That, that sounds quite right. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and, yep, this is No, No, No. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next time. Catch No, No, No with your host, Noah every second and fourth Friday of the month at 4.30 p.m. on Canterbury's access radio station, Plains FM.